This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. Hour three, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Myself, Andy Pate, Charlie Grimes, your engineer, Stephen Bonta, joining us now from the New American. Stephen, welcome. How are you? I'm fine. Great to be here. I appreciate it very much. All right, so there's a couple of um, law professors that feel like Donald Trump, or they, they really adamantly feel like Donald Trump is not eligible to run for office. Is that true or not? Yeah, there's a couple of a couple of legal scholars who are they're both law professors. One of them at the University of Chicago. Names are William Body and Michael Stokes Paulson, and they're both affiliated with the Conservative Federalist uh, Society, which is why this has gotten so much um, so so much play because right. you know the the, the byline is well you know yeah now now the conservatives are turning on Trump too, and so there's just dozens and dozens of of, of articles all across the media now exulting that it turns out that maybe, you know, even if, if Trump gets uh, uh, nominated, even if he beats the rap and all four um, sets of indictments, that we can still disqualify him from being the president because of what it says or what it allegedly says in Section 3 of the 14th Amendment to the Constitution. What are your th- – when, when really, before we move on, I also want to say something because at one point in time, Stephen, I had a lot of respect for – the Federalists. Now, since the Trump era and a lot of things that have happened since, even through some things through COVID and so on, I would put conservative in air quotes around the Federalists. That's me personally. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Now, well, anyway, I, I, anyways, I just want people to understand that because I don't consider them to be as conservative as they once were. Just going to throw that in there. Well, I, I mean, they're, the thing is that, that as the, 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 this issue drags on, the more squeamish elements in the so-called right – are getting more and more and more concerned, and, and of course that's the desired effect. Of course, right? Uh, that you know that Trump is just too much. That he has too much baggage. That he's too crass, uh, and all this sort of thing. Never mind that he's wildly popular in the grassroots. You know, there's always been a certain element among so-called conservatives, and we often identify them by terms like neocon and rhino and so forth, who you know who who give lip service to conservative principles like limited government and free right. market and this kind of thing. But when it comes right down to it, they're really uncomfortable with the idea that the people should actually get the kind of leadership that they want. They want to make sure that we're governed by elites, but more enlightened conservative elites, you mm-hmm. know, uh, aristocratic elites, right. not these obnoxious, rabble-rousing, leftist, radical Democrat types. That, that's right. what it boils down to. So you have this, this coalition now that, of course, includes all Democrats who, who just hate Trump with a f- ferocity and a passion that I don't think we've 
we've seen in the United States in the political realm since the Civil War. And, and, and now increasingly, you know, these so-called moderate conservatives and people of that, of that kidney are, are, are saying, yeah, yeah, okay, we, we kind of would like to jettison Trump too so we can get someone more respectable, you know, like Ron DeSantis or somebody that more, you know, more coincides with their view of, of what a president should be and how he should behave. Makes sense. Now, where we where I come from, I guess I'll speak for myself. Andy can speak for himself as well. Where I come from is I love Trump. He did a lot of things for us as a president, and I've talked about this numerous times on my show. My biggest feeling, Stephen, with Donald Trump is he's unelectable because he just doesn't reach across to the middle, the suburban mom, the voters that we need to get the next president elected. He sucks at that. Yeah, it, it's it's hard to say. It, it's it's really hard to say. And of course, you know, confounding the issue further is whether, in fact, he, you know, I, I do think there are legitimate concerns about the 2020 election. I agree. Uh, not in the United States when it took place, but I am from the state of Pennsylvania, one of the battleground states. Right. And that was just, you know, watching it from overseas, you know, watching the results come in, see Trump leading by hundreds of thousands of votes, and then suddenly magically, oh, you know, we're going to shut down for the night, and the next day right. all the votes roll in and they're almost all for Trump. And this same kind of weird scenario playing out in all, you know, in all of these other ba- battleground states. And, uh, you know, I think there's been a lot of evidence that uh, of skullduggery. So it's not at all clear, first of all, whether Trump legitimately lost the election. Um, and, you know, I've learned, I personally find <laughs> Trump's personality kind of, kind of abrasive, but he has this habit of being right. No uh, doubt. About, no about doubt. Things. No, I cannot, I cannot that, argue yeah, with you. This, on that at all, yeah. not not a bit, Stephen. Stephen, do you think yeah, that in a do you do you think that in a 2024 general election, let's say that Trump becomes our candidate mm-hmm. on the right, do you believe the Trump was right motto could really catch on? I mean, because you're right. He, he's been right on so many things when you get into Spygate, when you get into the Russian collusion, the when you get into Hunter's laptop, when you get into the fact that, let's face it, um, these these lawsuits against them, they're going to fall apart one one by one. I think we know that. Do you think the I Trump was right thing could really catch on? <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's possible. I mean, I'm I'm not a, I'm not a political expert in terms of the sloganeering and that kind of thing. I, I I do think, I mean, from my perspective, the real danger here. I, I mean, I think that the, you know the, the this, this incredible welter of lawsuits and illegitimate, you know. Prosecutions that are t- and they're all illegitimate. They in my are. Opinion, I agree. For various reasons, we don't have time to go into. No, no, we but, agree you know, with you on I that also, one. Yeah, and and the you know the argu- the, the arguments uh, invoking the section three of the you know of the Fourteenth Amendment are also dubious. They've never been tested by the Supreme Court, and so you know I, I greatly fear, gentlemen, that regardless of how this shakes out, um, that we may end up with a situation next year where Trump actually does win the election. And the Democrats stage an open revolt. Remember, they, they have a habit. The, the, the radical left always ends up doing what they, what sure. they accuse That's right. their enemies of doing. That's right. And I have a feeling we could end up with a crisis, you know, next November. I mean, like, let's say they, they, let's say they do say, well, we're not going to accept him as president because of this Section 3. They said Even that, the, well, like, they didn't say anything with Section yeah. 3, as you know, but they said that the last time around, Stephen, in 2016. I can't tell you how yeah. many people we even called into this program saying, he's not my president. Right, right, absolutely. And, well, so imagine the next time around, right. you know, that they say, well, not only that, 
you know, they, they start reaching out to mem- you know, military leaders and leaders of, uh, you know, the FBI and the other government agencies that have guns and say, we need you to support, to support us, and we need you to go and start arresting members of, of Congress who refuse to fall in line, who support Trump, you know, round up Trump because he's not a legitimate president. The Constitution says so, et cetera, et cetera. You know, you, you could right. see where this has real potential to turn into something really, really, truly awful. And that- this is what it's going to because they're not backing down. Uh, no, they're know, not. However, I mean, they're basically at the point now where there's no longer any subterfuge. I mean, they, for crying out loud, they just announced the federal trial is going to be on March 4th, the day before Super Tuesday. It doesn't get any more unsubtle than that, but they don't care. They're saying, in effect, this is what we're doing. Stop us if you can. Well, and it's, and my feeling on that one is, and Andy and I haven't talked about this yet, but my feeling on that is it just revs up the base even more to make sure he is the candidate. The Democrats know if there's anybody to beat on our side, he's the easiest to beat. Yeah, well, they think so. I, I don't know yeah. that that's... Well, we'll whether it's true or not, we'll that's their thought process. I mean, again, I, right. I will know more as we get closer. We're a long way out. A lot of things will happen and change between true. now and then. But currently, that's their belief. That he's the easiest to beat, yes. Yes, well, sure. And I mean, you know, and I mean, there's a big hurricane heading for Florida right now. And if there's a repeat performance by, you know, DeSantis and, and, and cleaning up the mess afterwards, I mean, that, true. that could totally change things around. Very true. There are a lot of things that can happen. Uh, you know, our, so, our fear here, so Stephen, get your opinion on this. We don't feel like Biden's going to be their guy. We feel Newsom or someone similar to him will be. Biden will be forced to step down between now and, oh, I don't know, March of next year. Yeah, we think he'll finish his term as president. We don't but think he'll be their again. candidate. Yeah, he's not going to be the candidate. Well, I, I would tend to agree. Well, it's likely, um, although it's also, I think, increasingly likely that Biden is going to be impeached. He won't be removed from office. I mean, it's going to be a formality at best. Uh, but Yeah, not enough Senate could, votes to make that happen, just like there was with Trump, but they could get that They could get that passed on the House side, although I, I will tell you right now, right. I think even that's a long shot. It could it could be. I mean, there are a lot there are a lot of the, you know the House wants to keep the majority. I mean, there it's it's it. We'll see how that all works out. But either way, even if he's not impeached, his brand is sufficiently damaged. His party, the, other than the, the hardcore, the, really quick, yeah, Stephen. His age, the, the party, other than the hardcore Biden supporters, have left him already. That's that's my impression. And obviously, I mean, if I were a Democrat, I would look to someone like Newsom, or you yeah. know, even conceivably. Uh, Michelle Obama or somebody like that, you know, I mean, that somebody with, with at, least, at least some youth and energy. That's, I mean, Democrats excel at that, you know, the, the public image. State as well, uh, at least to be on the In tickets. Colorado. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm, Polis, yeah. you know, our governor Polis is probably a candidate one way or the other, whether that's a VP nomination, whether that's the actual nomination. Again, a lot of things will happen between, you know, now and even the beginning of next summer, um, next spring, I should say. I just I feel personally that the Democrats know Biden is the easiest candidate we have to beat. And I think they know that they're not dumb. It just seems, Stephen, that the biggest difference between the parties is this. You've got two candidates who are incredibly easy to beat. One party is embracing theirs. The other party looks like they're going to dump theirs. Right. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, it, it is it is a very awkward, ticklish situation with uh, for, for the Republican Party. And I personally... You know, I kind of, I, I kind of grew up in one of these uh, northeastern households where decorum was important, and I, I was personally, I found a lot of, you know, a lot of Trump's behavior to be pretty appalling over the years. But, uh, but I, I learned to like him and appreciate 
Sure. You know, what, 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 as I say, first of all, the fact that he has this uncanny knack for seeing through all the, the crap, you know, and right. saying, oh, right. this, this, is, this is what so-and-so is really like, and this kind of thing. He's not someone I think I necessarily get along with personally, but that isn't necessarily a top That's not who I'm hiring to be president. We'll, I don't have to like yeah, the guy. Yeah, what we need is a president right now. I'm <laughs> there not, you I'm, go. So, yeah, I'm willing to admit I was wrong. There you, know? you go. But, uh, I like him. My only concern is his electability. Mar- electability. My only concern is selling him outside our base. I like him. I've always, yeah. I, I find his political speaking to be some of the freshest I have ever heard. And most enjoyable, yeah. but, uh, but you got to sell him to the middle. Yeah, I don't think he sells to the middle. Well, I mean, of course, it depends on how bad things get between now and then, in terms of the economy, true. In terms of um, you know the, the the war in Ukraine and other issues, true. Like yeah, but then we're counting on the other, other side issues. losing rather than us winning. We're counting on the other side imploding because of world events and economy and so forth. We're not that's counting. A not, that's not a good play. By we're the not way. counting on our side <laughs> reaching the middle and marketing to the middle and winning them over. No matter what happens that way. Well, yeah. and remember too, gentlemen, that um, you know, in some ways, it's almost more important the makeup of Congress, in particular the House of Representatives. Because, not arguing that know, one they, at all. Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean they 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 control the purse strings. You are correct. Seen. I mean, you know, even even with a narrow majority, you know what I call Ron Paul's angry children are pretty much running the show in the you house are correct. right now, and we're we're seeing some really ethical changes taking place. So you know, we'll, we'll, I mean, it's conceivable yep. Biden could be reelected, and the House and Senate could be both taken over by a whole bunch of Marjorie Taylor Greene clones. <laughs> sort of I mean, thing. Bottom line, and Stephen, and I, I want all of my listeners to understand this: we. For the sake of the Supreme Court and the future of, have to win in 2024 or we're screwed as a country. It's kind of, yeah, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't contradict that. Um, I'd like to be an optimist, but yeah, things are, we're getting into uncharted territory here yeah. in so many ways. Yeah. Yeah. Steve and I, again, the great interview. Thank you, by the way, very much. Anytime you want to come back, you're welcome. New American, how do folks find you? Well, we're at thenewamerican.com. That's the magazine I, I work for. I'm, I'm a, a, the executive senior editor. And uh, it's a bi-weekly magazine. You can subscribe to us online or in print. And we also have a, um, a daily online webcast TV show. Lots of other material. You guys do a great job. I read your stuff on a regular basis, and we appreciate what you do, Stephen, very much. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you very much. Have a great evening. And we will be right back. Flesh Law is up next. Speaking of legal scholars, we have our own, Kevin Flesh. And... Yeah, I would call him a legal scholar. Every time oh, yes. I've got a question, he's always got an answer for it. So if you need a, a question answered even or need some legal representation, 303-806-8886. Here's why you need personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh on your side. He understands the way the jury thinks. In the context of a personal injury case, you've been hurt by someone else's negligence. The idea is that you're going to try to recover so that you can get back to where you were just prior to that incident occurring. What that really means from a jurist perspective is that you're going to be asking them to award you money. So when we talk about fairness, we're talking about six people that you don't know. Those six people view the evidence and make a unanimous decision that will decide what the fair value is. When you're the one who's hurt, you have a good idea of what you think it's worth. The question is, can you persuade those other individuals whom you don't know and were witnesses to believe that's what the case is worth? Kevin Flesh understands the way the jury thinks. Call now for a free consultation, 303-806-8886. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. 
Pops Garage Doors. Most of you have a garage door. If it fails or you have a spring that breaks or anything at all that needs repair, they can come out and do that for you. They're not there to upsell you. They want to take care of you. Now, if you want something new and a new door, complete door, by the way, and you're looking for an upgrade, they can do that as well. 719-399-1089. Do the job right the first time is not just a saying. It's the founding principle of Pops Garage Door. Pops understands the importance of a seamless experience when it comes to repairing your garage door. And that is why they are committed to excellence with a quality of service you can only get from family. As a family-owned business, Pops' team of expert technicians will treat you with that same care and respect they give to their family. They will service your garage door right the first time with no pressure to upsell or too good to be true deals. Pops Garage Door doesn't just do customer service. They do family service, providing a free inspection and estimate to ensure your garage door is fixed the first time out. And with over 275 star Google reviews, you can be confident Pops will treat you well. Let Pops Garage Door do the job right the first time for you by going to klzradio.com slash garage. That's klzradio.com slash garage. When your air conditioning isn't working properly, you're sticky, hot, and miserable, and you just want it fixed fast. Absolute Electrical, Plumbing, Heating, and Air have the staff, vehicles, and inventory to do the job right, right now. Smaller companies often have to order parts or come back another day to finish, but Absolute has the staff to repair your AC typically on the same day. Even if you need an entirely new HVAC system installed, in many cases, they can do that by the next day. Absolute's highly qualified technicians also have best-in-class support back in their office in the rare case they hit a snag and need assistance. This means that you don't just get one tech, you have a whole team of techs who will help get your home cooled off without unnecessary delays. Right now, for KLZ listeners, Absolute will take off up to $500 for a full AC furnace install. Reach out to Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air today at klzradio.com slash absolute and get cool fast. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical, Heating, and Air. Business Equipment Sales, Solutions, and Service, or BES, is a service-first company. Their customer service is a top priority to the company and the technicians. I've built relationships with a lot of my customers. I know bigger companies typically don't operate that way. They try to keep their technicians moving around as much as possible. We're unique in that each technician has their own territory, which is beneficial for building relationships and establishing trust with your customers. We're very personable. We don't treat our customers like they're just a number. They trust us to handle all their office needs. We handle anything and everything, copier, printer, scanner, fax related. We stand by being one of the best in the industry in response time. I'd put our company up against any company. Choosing BES for your company's office puts you in good hands. Go to BESofColorado.com to learn more about the best resources for your office equipment in the Front Range area. Putting reason into your afternoon drive, this is John Rush. And welcome back to Rush Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. John Rush together with Andy Pate. John, can we uh, change topics here? Yeah, let's do it. I want to talk about Aurora. And I want to talk first about the water and then the photo speed. Okay. I got one of those yesterday. Did you get one? Not from Aurora. Where did I get? I got one from Fort Collins. Fort Collins. I'm glad you just said that. I didn't know you've even been up there recently. Oh, my trucks go all over. 
Not me personally. One of my guys. One of your guys? So, and I just throw them away. So they're but, criminals? You hire criminals? I will, I will tell you what, Andy. <laughs> when you get these things in the mail, they make it sound like if you don't pay the bill, you're going to jail. I just toss them. But they really, I mean, they've got these things You literally worded. don't pay it. Oh, my word. I throw them away. I don't, I don't even look at them. Why? Because I don't have to. But they have photo evidence. No, they don't, actually. They have a license plate, typically, is all they end up with. They have no idea who's driving that what vehicle about the, at that yeah, time. Yeah, but what about the intersection ones where they've got a picture yeah, of you? Yeah, it depends on how good the picture is. And if you're, in, by the way, if it's not you, or if it's not the registered owner and they can prove from a license itself, a driver's license, that it's you driving it, it's null and void. Throw it away. Okay, good to know. Yeah. Don't, it, Kevin Fle- even if, Well, Kevin will even tell you, Kevin Flesh will even tell you that even if it's you driving, so it's Andy Pate. You yeah. can for sure see your you know, bright, smiling face in front of the camera, and it's got you. Kevin yeah. will still tell you, unless you're served, don't pay it. Served in person, don't pay it. Okay. Good to know. Just throw it away. Well, getting back to Aurora. Okay. okay. Which they have put these in. Yes. Okay. What, but what, first, they sure did the water thing. Here, The photo <laughs> radar for stoplights they put in Aurora or photo speed. Well, yeah, what they did is they, they did them uh, mounted on vans. So they did what Denver did. And I know, but I'm just making sure we explain this. Okay, okay. They did what Denver did with the mobile you know, explorers or whatever they right, are. They right, run right. around with a little camera that take a picture of you speeding. Yeah, but we'll get to that in a moment. Okay. First, they did the water restriction things. Right. And, and the whole thing was to raise money. And what they said was, we are in a drought, folks. We're in a drought. Which we're and not. they were saying that in the spring. And, you know, at that time, I will give them this, at that time, some of the um, reservoirs were low that were being fed. Okay. Of course they were from last summer, yes. No, but, I mean, they were actually lower than what was traditional at that time. Okay. Well, then the rain pours. And we had two months of rain and they filled up. Well, yeah, and it didn't even take, we had legendary rain, let's face it, okay, from April through June and even into July, we had legendary we rain. We just had some over the weekend. <clears throat> well, yeah, that's recent. <laughs> so here's what happened is they kept insisting, though, and the whole thing was this. It, it was such a scam that we're going to look at a couple months of your winter usage right. of water. And average it. And then we're going to say you can only use 10% over that. And anything over that 10% over that amount of water use, right. how much water do you use in the winter? Not much. Yeah, you're not watering anything. But what we're going to do is, and it's per household. Your your winter average, add 10%. That's what you get to water in the summertime. Right. And that's all. Yeah, and anything over that, that, every 1,000 gallons, we're going to fine you. But here's the thing, as I was saying last week, um, okay, what do you do with a family like mine where you only got two people? No, they don't care. My wife and I. Your average is less. Yeah. You don't care. Right, but here's the thing. Or they don't care. This doesn't pertain at all to how much watering you would do no. in the summer. So they purposefully didn't use the the amount that you have watered in the summer in past years. No, no, no. They just took the winter average. They took your winter mm-hmm. average. Right. Okay. Well, you don't. Okay. So if you have a big family, let's say you, you got four kids. Right. That means you got way more showers, way more. Yeah, you're using more water. The more wa- people yeah, you have ma- in the way household. more cleaning dishes. Correct. Way more uh, cleaning clothes. Yes. Way more cleaning everything. Yes. So your water you Here's the bottom line. Your water usage in the winter is determined by the size of your family. Correct. Okay. My family is me and my wife. We have no kids. Correct. Okay, which means we use virtually no water in the winter. Correct. And so they were going to take, okay, we're going to increase that by 10%, and then everything, a thousand, every 1,000 gallons, we're going to penalize you for and make you pay a, a penalty. 
Right. It was ludicrous. So they're basically saying, based on the size of your family, that's how much we're going to penalize you for watering in the summer. It was insane. Okay. Um, that was a scam yep. to raise money. But fortunately, it fell through. Why? God showered. He opened the heavens, and we had rain, 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 rain. And finally, they waited and waited until, what was it, the end of June-ish, before they finally relented early July, end of June, and I think it was end of June, and said, okay, we're not going to do this. Obviously, we're not in a drought, and we're going to discontinue this. By the way, they did not refund to people who had already paid the fines. Oh, geez. I had not because we had all the rain. Right. But some people had actually kept watering and paid the fines. Now, right after that fell through, their big windfall that they were going to have, because they were going to have a windfall of money with all the people paying— Right after that fell through, what did they do? They put in these cam. They they and announced a, the plan the, yeah. that these cameras were going to be coming out, the question and we're going to have vans all over in in residential areas, all over in Aurora, that are going to be ticketing you and raising money that way. And here's my question: Don't you think what happened? I mean, look at the timing. One stopped, the other was launched. Basically, they had already mentally spent the money on their projects. Um, they proved that actually in July of 2022, so probably not. Proved what? They they approved the 13-month pilot program in July of 2022, so probably not. Sorry. So you're saying they that was approved already pre-planned. it. So it was going to be launched at this time regardless? Correct. Okay. I don't know that so, for sure, but that's what I've read. So in that case, what that means is... They're just raking in the money no matter any way they possibly can. And, like one every just city hap- does. and one of them just happened to get canceled by rain. Correct. Okay. I, mean, I believe is, that. I mean, by the way, this is, I'm typical. With you. this is typical for cities. That's that's okay. This I believe is what they that. do. It just blows my mind how much money they're looking to raise because they can't get enough from our taxes in Aurora. Guess what? Really quick. And that, we pay a lot of taxes. I'm reading here that it's. State fine or fines are state capped forty dollars per citation, eighty dollars in school zones. This is for speeding. Now right. the red light camera ticket I just got in the mail I threw away last night was seventy five bucks. And that's up in the fort. That's in Fort Collins. Yeah. The Nazi state of Fort Collins. Yeah. And it really is, by the way. It has become that. Yes. It has become Fort that. Collins is nothing but Boulder North. Uh worse. I did business in both towns. It's worse. You've got to be kidding. I am not kidding you. Okay. Because it's a wannabe town. I knew it. I there knew are, it had wannabe become. Wannabe towns are always worse, by the way. I knew Fort Collins had become heavily left wing. Yeah. I didn't know it was oh. that bad. Like I said, wannabe towns are always worse. Okay. Because they want to be like the other, so we're going to one up you. So they got to one up you. That's yes, right. yes. That's Hold why my wannabe beer. towns are worse. Hold my beer. Yes. I'll one up you. They're always worse. Okay, so 75 bucks for up there, and you just tossed. It. I threw it away. Which, for all of you listening, if you're in Aurora, and you, anywhere, by the way, it doesn't have to be Aurora. It can be Aurora, Inglewood, Arvada, Boulder, wherever. If you get a red light ticket, camera ticket, now if an officer pulls you over, that's a whole What about these? to make sure I'm clear on this. Really? If you get pulled over by an officer, you better pay it and do it and handle it because that's a whole different world. But if it just comes in the mail because of a camera, you can throw it away. Any city in Colorado, throw it away. I just spread them. Get, up against my car. Do you get a lot? Do I get a lot of speeding tickets? No, these camera tickets. Do you get any? I've had 
one or two. I mean, I get a, I mean, I got a bunch of people driving around, so we get them occasionally. I believe it or not, not as many as you'd think given I haven't all had, the people we have I've on had the road. I've had one. I, maybe I've had two. I think maybe I've had two over the years. Okay. Do okay. you pay them? I did, yeah. Well, you're... I pay them immediately. I'm sorry. Well, they did have a picture of me. Throw I it looked, away. By the way, I looked glorious. Throw it away, I gotta Andy. Say. Why are you paying these? You're I looked just, at that you're picture. You're just giving into the extortion like, that's going I, on. I had no idea I looked this good. Andy, you're just giving them what? money they don't need. <laughs> it's extortion. I didn't know. I'm sorry. And, and by the way, here's, the, here's what Kevin has always said when it comes to this. Here's why you don't have to pay them. These are third-party tickets. Every one of these programs is ran, ran by someone outside of the local jurisdiction in that area. That's why you don't have to pay them unless an officer of that area shows up to serve you. Which could happen, though, if you could, don't pay it. But do you really think it's going to happen as many people that are out there and they've got a whole, you know, they got a lot more things to do as an agency than serve really Andy thought Payday about Ticket? I, I guess not. No. I like I said I've never and I'm one of these catch people you at home and you have to answer the door and on and on we go. I'm one of these people I get a ticket I just pay it. I never really you're thought about it. Just like Mr. Giddy Two Shoes, you got to pay it. Well, I am a good person. <laughs> He's Andy. Stop. You're well, killing me. I've never heard anyone tell me you don't have to, John. I all of you I'm, that are like Andy, I am stop a law, paying these. I'm a law-abiding citizen. And, and, I'm not a I'm not a wanton criminal like you. And apparently, really quick, if we stopped <laughs> paying them, you know what would happen? They'd go away because they couldn't fund the operation. If everybody would stop paying the darn photo tickets, they'd go away. So I have funded a Nazi you state. You are contributing to it, yes, <laughs> and everyone else that pays them, stop. Paying them. You know, I don't feel like a Nazi. I'm being serious, by the way. If we stop paying them, those programs <laughs> Actually, go away. Actually, it makes sense. It because does. there's no funding then to keep yeah. the operation going. And no, they're not going to send a cop out to every single person that doesn't pay one. They don't have the resources for that. So they're they're making easy money on all the poor saps like Andy that just write the check. I am a poor sap. <laughs> I can't deny that. It's true. I've always been a poor sap. Stop paying them. Well, I... Hopefully, not going to be getting them. I look. I'm not that big of a speeder. No, okay, but they but, still every now and again something's going to happen where you know just right. one pops up. Don't pay it. Throw it in the ma- throw it in the trash. Shred it. Let me ask this: with the new Aurora ones, with these ones that are mounted, so the ones that are up above the light street lights, those are red lights. They're going to get you a good a good picture of you. Probably these ones that are mounted on in a van, do they get a good picture of you, or is it just a license? All plate? depends. They're going to get the license plate most likely because that's reflective, and they can yeah. typically pick it up. But as far as you, depends on the day, the lighting. Were you looking another direction? Were you wearing a ball cap? Did you ski mask on? I mean, what was going on when you were in the car? I w- I always wear a ski mask. There you go. Yeah, and, everywhere and I then go, they'll never know it's you, Andy. Yeah, so they'll never know. I love going into a bank with one. I'm not there to rob anything, but uh, I like them to, you know, let me, be a little let me know uncomfortable. How it goes over next time you go. I just get my money out. And if you wore a mask all the time, they really wouldn't know. You could be maybe that's why they wear masks in the car. That's it, Andy. We yes! just figured it out. The people wearing masks in the car are avoiding red light cameras and speeding cameras. That's why they wear them. They're not as dumb as we think. They're not as dumb as we think. Yes, they are. Okay, <laughs> come on. All right, affordable interest mortgage where you're not dumb is call Kurt. Find out what he can do to help you out with a mortgage today, 720-895-0500. Many of you were seeing your credit card rate around 18 to 21%. With the Fed's continuing to raise rates, it's getting harder to stretch that dollar. Take AIM, affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. 
If you currently have a low rate on your mortgage, but the other debts are not giving you any breathing room, consider refinancing and getting a blended rate in the fours. Now is the time. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get that blended rate in the fours and lower your total monthly payment, six, seven, eight hundred a month. We can show you how to lower your monthly debt and keep more of your money, all with a low blended rate. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and serving Coloradans since 2001. Let us show you how to own your home faster and pay less interest. Our experience will save you money. 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. That's 720-895-0500. Start saving six, seven, eight hundred a month now and breathe again. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by door. Equal credit lender. All right. If you have a plumbing issue, we have your answer. High five plumbing. They can handle the fresh water coming in or the water going out on the drain side as well. KLZradio.com or 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing knows that your drains are out of sight, out of mind. Until they back up, High Five uses a range of high-tech gadgetry to find out what's blocking your pipes and drains. From small augers to big rooters that slice through clogs like a hot knife through butter, they have the tools and knowledge to fix your clog fast, right, and permanently. High Five can solve your plumbing problem fast and educate you on what happened and how to prevent it in the future. Drain clogs can happen far from where you can see and for a wide range of reasons and causes. So when it is necessary, High Five uses a camera system to take video footage of the clog and show it to you so you can stop it from happening again. High Five also offers an enzyme treatment which is a bacteria that feeds on organic matter like algae, mold, hair, and other clog-causing material to keep your drains running freely. When your drains are gurgling and draining slowly, call High Five for this at 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE today or go to klzradio.com slash plumbing. Premier Home Remodels, whatever your desire, they can fulfill it, whether that's a kitchen, bath, basement, or even a full addition to the house. Find them at klzradio.com. Premier Home Remodels will help you add more space to your home. There is a growing trend in building additional dwelling units right now. Whether the additional unit is a mother-in-law suite, an outdoor patio, an additional room, or simply just extra space. Premier will guide you expertly through the entire process. Your home will increase in value and there will always be a market for homes with new additional rooms. And when adding an additional dwelling unit, you will always have an open and direct line of communication with the Premier Project Manager. Premier Home Remodels works with an experienced, licensed, and insured network of professionals with over 20 years in their trade. So you know your expansion project will be in good hands as promised. For your home edition, contact Premier Home Remodels by visiting klzradio.com slash remodel. Roof Savers of Colorado, Dave Hart would love to help you with your roofing needs. If you've been in any of these uh, storms we've had and you need something looked at, if you know you've had hail damage, you need a roof replaced, or you just want to extend the life, give Dave a call. 303-710-6916. Summer hailstorms have returned with a bang, leaving roofs across the front range in need of repair or replacement. You need to know what options will be best for your home. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners maintain their roofs through hail or shine. We work with any insurance company to get your damaged roof the replacement it needs. 
However, if you are looking to get more life out of your current roof, we also offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your situation and through every season. If you think your roof has been a victim of hail, contact us to set up your free inspection and receive an honest evaluation about the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep a durable roof over your head. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. We are back, myself, Andy, and Charlie. All right, for those of you that can remember back to the last cash for clunker deal we had, which was now, I don't know, how many years ago was that, Charlie? Oh, 08, or I'd have to remember. I don't even remember now. Jeez, I should know that off the top of my head. I don't even remember. But the last cash for clunkers, where you go trade an old car in, they yeah. give you a rebate and right. voucher, whatever, and there you go. Well, in honor of that, Colorado, the state of Colorado, in your tax dollars, is doing the same thing all over again. Now, they're not doing it for everybody. This is a program that you can participate in. They're really targeting sort of the lower-income folk that are out there right now and giving them a voucher. It's $6,000. What? Yes, $6,000 on for top. For what? For buying a new or leased electric vehicle, by, and you have to trade in your old fossil fuel-powered car. What a joke. Yes. So this is on top of all the other subsidies That's right. that my taxes are paying for That's right. to get people to buy That's right. these vehicles. That's right. Because these vehicles are so wonderful and everybody should want them. That's right. There's one. But if they're so wonderful and everybody should want them, and if they are really so much more cost effective, then how come everybody can't afford them anyway? Well. Without the subsidies, without they, the six grand. 100% correct. There's $1.8 million in this fund. That's this. That's just this year. So whoever gets to apply first will will get those. And by the way, I don't think there's even an income level on this. I think it's just a matter of who gets to apply first and who ends up getting on the list and gets it. So you can get your own six grand if you want there. So the richer people, one. there is an income level, Charlie. What? It, oh, hang on. I gotta find. I gotta so find the, the income level. Does Charlie, do you remember what it is? By the way. Charlie doesn't remember the income level, but there is one. I'll do my best to read through this quickly and see where that is. But so, so here's my point. What garbage. There's an income level, Charlie says, and I will read through this to make sure. Uh, but anyway, it's an article that just came to me. Charlie said, give it to me right before coming on air. So I've not had a chance to review all of this uh, as, as quickly as I would like to. But here's my, here's my f- problem with this. Not only is it our tax dollars, in my opinion, being wasted, you're now targeting individuals. And I'm trying to say this as nice as I can, Andy. You're going to target individuals that, frankly, can't afford to own one of these in the first place. Right. We're now going to get them into a vehicle. We're going to get them into a vehicle that they honestly should not be driving in the first place. Right. They can't afford that. They can't. You know, this is like uh, putting, you know, housing, subsidized housing in wealthy areas. That's right. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Um, their their income level cannot afford a home in that area, so let's subsidize it. And it's like, you know, guys, how about we buy what we can afford in life? I know I'm crazy with that. John, There are. I am not a wealthy person. There's a lot of things I cannot afford. Guess what? I don't buy them. I agree. 
Agree. Uh, I I'm trying to figure out where the income level is. It's it's okay. Here it is. There's a multi-part test for the answer. In other words, what qualifies me for the $6,000 in extra EV rebates? First, you have to be an income qualified, meaning you make less than 80% of the median income in your county. Or you've already qualified for a government assistance program like Medicaid or SNAP. This is ridiculous. Just shoot me, Andy. This is ridiculous. Just shoot me, okay? Honestly. So so they're going to be running around in EVs? Andy, this makes no sense. The EVs are, number one, more expensive to buy initially. Now, I get it. You're going to get six grand, and you're going to get this rebate and that rebate and so on. But you also have to charge these, so which means right. you have to have a home with the ability to have a charger in the home or at least on the home. Yes, you can charge outdoors. It's not as convenient, but you can charge outdoors. But now you have to have the ability to put said charger in, which... Most individuals will pay, depending upon their setup, their home, and where they're at, anywhere from 2500 to 5000 depending upon all the costs involved with getting the charger put in and the wiring and the electrician, because a lot of these folks will not be able to do this themselves like I did. This will cost them money to have that put in, is my point. Or you can't just charge down the street. Or you got to go find a charger. Yeah. It's not at your home. But that's what they're going to have to do, John, because they can't afford to do everything you just said, so they're going to have to do that. This is ridiculous. Six grand more for each one of them? Yes. Of my tax yes. of my tax dollars on top of all the ludicrous subsidies that we have to pay into these things anyway, because guess what? If you didn't subsidize, subsidize the living daylights out of these things, they wouldn't sell. That's Only right. the wealthy would have them, the that's very right. wealthy. That's right. You're correct. And for all of you listening, you all know this already, but there's really no quote-unquote cheap EVs out there. You can buy a used one and get four grand in rebates instead of six, but they're still going to be expensive even on the used side. And, of course, like anything else, when you buy a used vehicle, there's more problems with them. And Charlie is correct. Yes, the used one will have whatever battery life has been used up on it according to the mileage and age and so on of said vehicle. So, yeah. Well, and Charlie just said, what's the battery cost? Depends on the vehicle. Typically, though, you could plan on a new battery replacement for most vehicles anywhere between fifteen dollars and $20,000. Yes, I'm correct in what I just said there. Yeah. Fifteen dollars to $20,000, not $100,000, $1,000. And there's very few places that will fix an old battery. Most of the time, you're going to go find and source a new battery well, and have know, that put in. These batteries have to be very expensive, though, because we got to finance all the cobalt mines, mines where mm. we have kids working. Very true. This is all wonderful for mankind. Very true. No, this, by the way, this has got to be one of the worst ideas I've ever heard. And people will figure out ways probably to scam this. They'll have one of their relatives sign up, or they'll have a, you know, a kid sign up that maybe's living in a dorm at college or whatever the case may be. And there, there'll be ways to scam around this, Andy, because there always is. Oh, yeah. And folks that, you know, probably can afford to buy these without the rebate will be buying them, but they'll get the rebate instead. It, it's a total joke. Yeah. The whole thing's a joke. I just wanted to bring it to you guys' attention because it's an absolute wrong way of handling things. Yeah, well, the biggest joke, John, is that they took, what is it, $1.8 billion? $1.8 million. $1.8 million, whatevs. Okay. In Colorado. They took nearly $2 million from other things. 
to, most likely to yes. finance. I mean, regardless, it's coming from other things. Yes, no matter what, no matter how you want to slice it up. Yeah. Even if this was earmarked from the feds or whatever per state, it's still money coming out of our tax dollars from something. Andy, yeah. you're correct. Right? Yes, hundred percent. It should have gone to something. This better. is going to subsidize somebody's purchase of an item that they can't afford in the first place. Right. That's the key here, which. Government will never, you know, the people that are in charge of these programs will never say it the way I just said. You're going to help someone buy something they couldn't have afforded prior, which means they still can't afford it. John, this is like food stamps. It's car stamps. Yes, that's right. We're going to give you six grand in car stamps to buy the car we want you to have. Difference being, food doesn't have any additional burdens attached. Thank you. Electric vehicles do. Right. That's the difference. An EV has other burdens attached to it, i.e. charging and so on, that food does not have. Joke. Total joke. Shouldn't be this way, but it is. All right, we'll take a break. Golden Eagle Finance. Speaking of finances, make sure your finances is in order. Al Smith can help you with all of that. Golden Eagle Financial, 303-744-1128. You've been saving diligently for years without the help of an advisor like Golden Eagle Financial. So why should you start now? Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows that when your nest egg is small, you can get by with an automated service or app. But as your savings grow, you need a trusted personal advisor like Al to help you navigate difficult market conditions. Golden Eagle Financial Plans can make up to 20% more than automated services on average, meaning you'll create more income when you need it. Al Smith's 30 years of experience has taught him how to keenly watch the market, and it tells him when it's smart to make a move based on your risk tolerance. You need Golden Eagle Financial to make objective calls on your assets and protect your nest egg in the smartest, most thoughtful way. Don't take your retirement plans into your own hands. Trust the experience of Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial and protect your future by going to klzradio.com slash money today. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM, and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Two realtors for the price of one. That's what you get at KNR Home Transitions. Find them today at klzradio.com. You're stuck. You need to sell that house. Inflation means a remodel is going to cost a fortune, and high interest rates means your price is spiraling by the day. KNR Home Transitions uses a revolutionary new service called ReUp to do it all for you. ReUp will remodel your home at no upfront cost and split the profit with you when the home sells. Think about it. Sure. You could remodel the place yourself, put in the work, hire and pay the contractors, clean the messes, and market it online yourself. But your time is valuable, and you don't have months to do it and foot the bill for the work up front. You want your place sold now and for what you feel it is worth. K&R knows your market. They know what sells, and they can be a one-stop shop so you can go about your life without worrying about the stress that comes with doing a remodel to sell. Get started now by going to klzradio.com home or call them at 720-437-8210. That's 720-437-8210. All right, Extreme Auto Repair is up next. Speaking of cars, EVs, all of that, yes, Extreme can handle all of your auto repair needs. Find them today at klzradio.com. Everyone has had a bad experience getting car repairs done, and that's what motivates the team at Extreme Auto Repair. Trust. 
Extreme wants to build lasting relationships with their clients, so when their ASE master mechanics do inspections, they use a computer program to document the whole process. And if something doesn't seem right, they use a small camera to give you a video of the problem, so you can see for yourself. Extreme Auto Repair is also a pillar in the Parker community. Having established their shop in 1999 in the same location that they use now, Sean and the staff at Extreme built their business on word of mouth, which says a lot about the confidence they inspire in their customers. Another trust indicator is that a large part of their business is built on repairing professional vehicles, ambulances, vans, and buses that can cause damage or even death if they break down. If ambulance services trust Extreme Auto Repair to maintain their vehicles, you should too. So go to klzradio.com slash extreme to schedule your maintenance, repair, or inspection today. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you navigate through the maze of health insurance options so you get the right plan to fit your needs at the best premium. GIA never charges fees, and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. So, yeah, um, EVs, Charlie, get, get a great comparison during the break there. This would be like Andy, which we had happen in 2008. This is like telling people, sure, you can buy this home whether you have the right kind of money or not. Yeah. What happened then? Didn't turn out so well, did it? No, it caused a crash. Well, uh, Mr. Car Guy, doesn't this just drive up the price of EVs? Because the companies know they're going to get more free money to yeah, sell them? Yeah, and depending upon, and I don't even know what their stipulations are for the old car. In this case, I don't think, in the original cash for clunkers, they had to be crushed. Right. In this case, I think they're just going to go right back out into the marketplace. So really, they're not going to do anything at the end of the day. If you're a car company and you're selling these EVs nationally, mm-hmm. um, in Colorado, do you bump the price up a touch? I sp- well, that'll probably be each individual dealer that would do that according to demand. Right now, there's some inventory in EVs because they're not selling very right. well. But and- this is going to drive demand up. Versus other states in Colorado. Yeah, it could potentially. Now, I don't know. I'd have to do the math and see how far that 6K goes out of 1.8 million. I could do the math really quick and see. It'll be interesting to see how fast this money goes and how many people actually take advantage of it. My prediction is 30,000. I think think the money will sit around for a while. Think so? Yeah, because you got to find 30,000 people that. And people are smarter than you think. Even people that are at that income level are thinking, well, that'd be really nice to have a new car, but how do I charge it? Back to your point earlier, it's like, wait a minute, I don't have a charger. That means I've got to go buy a charger, and then I have to have a charger installed, or I'm going to have to run down the street and have it charged there, and how's that going to work out? That's okay. We'll fund that, too. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll just, hey, the state will pay for it. Tax dollars. Well, eventually, that's probably what will have to happen to have this, because I think... Again, people, I think, are smarter than we give them credit for, and they will look at some of these factors and say, hmm, I don't really think I can really, even though I'm getting this big rebate, I don't think at the end of the day I can make this work for me and my family. John, can we afford a society where the poor people have new cell phones and electric cars? No. 
I'm and I'm not no. trying to be mean no, why the poor people it. should go without. I'm just saying we can't afford it. In, in most cases, it's not even that they're going without. They're going without an EV, which, as I've said many, many times, EVs are for those middle to upper income families anyways because there's a cost to owning them right. that the government never tells you about. Does that make sense? Yeah. It does. Well, most people simply think, well, I'll, you know, I'll plug in at one of the plug-in ports and well, do it that way. That's if it's working and you have to now those depending up, well, unless it's a free one that's put in by your local community, which I don't know too many of those, you have to pay also to do that, Andy. Oh, I know you do, but so I mean, most people think that free. that's what they're going to do is pay for it there. And they're probably not realizing there's an added cost to doing that versus charging at home because the rates are higher. Well, I would think so, yeah. You're paying somebody for that. And I don't have a lot of time here, but for a lot of you listening, these stations that you see around that people have put up, businesses and so on, they're making money on those charge stations. Well, of course. Because they're using their electricity, reselling it, making a bonus, if you would, by giving the space to have the parking and the charger and so on. And that owner of that is getting a kickback for allowing that to be there. Or they own it themselves, and they're making all of the money back, one of the two. John, we can fix all this with solar. Power them with solar. If only that were true. I kid. There's, there really isn't an easy answer to all of this. Um, we talk about it a lot on Drive Radio, I know, but at the end of the day, this is not the answer, and this is not. Here's my biggest fear of all of this, and Charlie said it during the break. This is going to make poor people poor. This isn't going to help them at the end of the day, Andy. That's right. my biggest fear with this. It's not helping them at the end of the day. It's no. making it worse for them. So we're we're preying on them, and that's not good. So government is, again, not doing what it should be in the first place. Myself, Andy, and Charlie signing off. Have a great night. If you missed the first hour, uh, catch you next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.